0: Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow registered dietitian nutritionist. I serve as a business coach to my colleagues, registered dietitian nutritionists all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that work. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. Identifying your genius zone. I wanted to talk to you today about a book that I read about a month or so ago called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and I just found this book so helpful. I listen to it on audio like I do most of my books, and I strongly recommend that you check out Audible. I have an affiliate link in my show notes, and when I listen to books, I love to have the content that I read be taken into consideration with how I run my business. So today I wanted to talk to you about how I have used this methodology of identifying your genius zone in my business and how I think you can pull from this concept and take some tips for your business as well. So the genius zone or identifying your zone of genius means that you as a business owner are aware of what you're best at and you're only performing tasks or you're mostly performing tasks that would be considered your zone of genius. So let me explain uh, the four zones that Gay Hendricks describes in this book. He says there's a zone of incompetence, zone of competence, zone of excellence and zone of genius. I'm going to start with the zone of incompetence. The zone of incompetence is when you're engaged in something that you don't really understand and you're not skilled at. The zone of competence is when you're doing something that you're efficient at, but you recognize that many people are probably more efficient at this task, and you're not really doing a great job at standing out with your capabilities in any significant way. And then finally, we have the last two zones. Uh, The second to last is the zone of excellence. In this zone, you are doing something you are extremely skilled at. And when you're in this zone, it's really helpful for you as a business owner to stay motivated and operate in a zone of excellence. Finally the zone of genius is when you're able to capitalize on your natural abilities which are innate rather than learned and in this stage uh, you get into the what's called flow and you find a lot of inspiration and you come up with work that is unique and you know profound and moving and you are able to excel and stand out and really make an impact both for yourself and your business and for those who you serve. I'm going to give you some examples. If you've never heard the zone of genius um, in these four categories before, I want you to just take a moment and reflect and think about your day-to-day operation. Are you performing in one of these four zones m- more in one of them than the other? And the concept would be <laughs> you want to be performing more in the zone of genius Or the zone of excellence? Well, primarily the zone of genius and excellence, but more so the zone of genius. Are you doing skills and tasks and activities that lie in the zone of incompetence or competence? And I know you are because I work with so many of you dietitians, and I get it. You're perfectionists. You like to do it all. And I'll be first to tell you if you can move away from the zone of incompetence and the zone of competence and start doing more things on a daily basis that you consider your zone of genius, that's gonna help you stay motivated and stand out and just create tremendous impact. Now I'm gonna give you a few examples of what that means. So let me give you some specific examples that I do and my clients do. You know, the dietitian clients that I coach one-on-one and how I, I would say one of my most proud Um, achievements as a business coach to my colleagues is showing women how they're really able to delegate. And even if it's a small type of a change or a small thing that you outsource, what that does is that represents your ability to move more towards your zone of genius. When you remove tasks from your schedule and allow yourself to not do incompetent work, that helps you um, really re- you know, it helps you refocus. And I, I look back and I feel that I've always been decent at this. And as I've grown in my business, I've gotten a lot better at operating in my zone of genius. Uh, And I wish I started sooner. And, And I'm determined to help women, uh, like you listening, operate in your zone of genius sooner. And you might not even realize that you're not doing this. You might not realize that you're doing tasks that you don't need to. And the other thing I notice is a lot of you don't want to stop doing tasks that you that are actually not the best use of your time. So let me give some context to this example so that you can associate a task with the zone. There's a great saying that I like. Um, it says uh, a quote. I'm not sure who said it, but um, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I love that. I feel like I need to post that on Instagram. I probably will. Like put it on a letterboard. So I'll repeat that. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. So let me fill in the the cans. What do I mean, right? Just because you can design a freebie opt-in email sequence doesn't mean you should. Just because you can take a photo of your food and post it on Instagram doesn't mean you should. Just because you can set up your email service provider doesn't mean you should. Just because you can set up a tripod and take a photo of yourself and post it as your profile picture doesn't mean you should. So some of those examples, well, all of those examples that I just listed are things that you could have someone else do for you. And uh, I mean, oftentimes you do need to pay for those things, but at least start by thinking, how can you perform less of the tasks that you're not the best at so that you can give yourself space and energy and time to operate in your zone of genius? And I'm going to give you a few more examples, and examples you might not have even thought of. So a couple of weeks ago, I started working with it, well, uh, not a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I started working with a dietitian months ago, and uh, just recently she had told me, "You know, Libby, I noticed that you tell me to hire people a lot for a lot of things I'm doing in my business, and why is that?" And I thought about it and I said to her, I do, I I quite often give her options. I say, you know, you can contact this person for design work. And I even suggested for EMR setup that, that she could get her EMR set up by someone who I'm actually going to have, I'm going to try to have on a podcast. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help this female dietitian set up her business faster so that she can really operate in her zone of genius and align her purpose and she has a lot of work to do she's starting out she's you know in the process of clarifying her message and marketing and and it's really in her best interest to not slow herself down by spending time figuring out tech integration and and that's not her zone of genius tech integration for her would be her zone of incompetence or competence And so those types of examples are how I show you when we work one-on-one, we identify what tasks don't fall into your zone of genius and what can we do about it? And if money is an issue, there are ways to um, make the most of your time and, and manage those tasks as best as possible and at least stay focused and, you know, set time blocks Um, And if you are able to outsource or at least outsource one thing at a time, meaning pay for someone else to do something for you, uh, your life will change. Absolutely. And I just noticed uh, several of my clients do that and, and it makes me so happy. And let me give you some examples. When you hire someone to create your website, that is you uh, allowing yourself to not operate in a zone of incompetence or zone of competence, unless if you yourself are a designer. But, it, you know, if you're listening to my podcast episode, you're more, more likely like you're not a designer, you're a dietitian and you want to market and sell in your private practice so that you can stand out and align purpose and profit. And if that's you, uh, if what I just described is you, uh, you need to think about what are you best at? And what are you not good at? And what does that mean? Because if you try to design, if you try to DIY your own website, you try to create all of your own design work, PDFs, Instagram posts, uh, take your own photos, figure every single little piece out for the foundational things that you need in your business. Um, it, that's difficult and it's possible, but I don't recommend it. First of all, you know, I help dietitians develop a strategy to get the foundational pieces aligned and sorted out and prioritized. And I also do help dietitians decide what of what they need to get done, given their roadmap, what can they possibly take off their plate? You know, is it possible to have someone else do the website? And are you even ready to have the website? Uh, Because that might be something down the line that might be, you know, something that you decide you want to do in quarter four of this year, quarter one of 2020. So there's a lot of factors at play here, but the main concept is, you know, I strongly think that most of us from what I've seen are not operating in our zone of genius. If you allow yourself to operate in your zone of genius, what can happen is you can you know, impact more people, increase profit. And the most important of all is to feel genuinely satisfied, like truly happy. And it's, that's really important to me. And, uh, there's a lot, you know, as you grow in your business and increase your profit and have more clients and more sales, you know, the task list grows, you know, it doesn't get easier. You get more haters and more responsibility and and more issues and and more things to, you know, more fires to burn out. And when that happens and you're able to identify your zone of genius, you can then properly decide, you know, how to have people do things for you and how to manage your time better so that you can be efficient. I want to ask you if you know what your genius zone is. And, uh, there are some recommendations that I have, including setting aside time to reflect, if you're not sure what you're best at, it is really important that you are aware of that. Um, because if you don't know what your zone of genius is, it's going to be really hard to then be able to identify what tasks that you should and, and shouldn't be doing, uh, for me, I'll speak from my experience and hope that that lends some insight to you uh, my zone of genius is talking very good at talking. I could do it all day and get it relationship building. And I'm also, I love coaching and speaking and strategy. Like those are my favorite things to do. I also like sales. I do. I enjoy sales calls. I, um, I enjoy marketing. I, I love like the content marketing I do on Instagram. I just, I find it really fun to be and It really feels so intentional for me. You know, this past week I posted, um, a post on Instagram and it ended up, I'll read it to you right now, and ended up generating a a really long conversation on my stories, and I got, you know, tons of comments, and uh, the post says, you don't need two years of clinical experience, and that was just posted from this past week, and when I, you know, post intentionally, which I, you know, I do more and more as I grow, when I first started, I wasn't as intentional, right, I've evolved, when I post intentionally on social media, and it connects dietitians with their higher purpose, and it helps empower my female colleagues, and it generates conversations. My zone of genius is to be able to engage with those conversations and really help inspire, you know, the people I intend to market to, and that's female dietitians. And so that's in line with the things that I'm good at and the things that I enjoy. And that post, to get that to actually get out on my feed took a lot of strategy. So, let me explain that to you. I had to design the quote. I pay a product photographer to take a letterboard photo for me. I pay an editor, a designer, to edit and, and make sure that the coloring looks good. And then I pay a virtual assistant to actually post it on my feed because I can't post during 4:30, which is my post time because I'm on calls, you know, nine out of 10 times of the week. I'm on, um, I'm doing coaching, so I can't actually post on Instagram. I'm able to of course engage, but the actual physical posting I'm not able to do just because I'm not available at that time. So if you look at my example, my zone of genius includes Strategy, sales, marketing, talking, relationship building, right? My zone of excellence, um, probably, I'm trying to think, a zone of excellence is like what I'm good at, but not the best at, right? And that might be, I would say probably speaking, and then competence and incompetence would be like spelling, editing details, taking pictures, setting up any tech, like anything tech related would be, in com- I would say, incompetence for me. And because I'm aware of what I'm not good at and what I'm better at, I try really hard to you know, give responsibilities and tasks that fall into zones of incompetence and competence to other people. And then there's the issue of like managing them and working with my team and all that. And that's, that's another podcast episode, which I'd be happy to talk about. But I think the first step uh, to this process of genius zone is filling out like a quadrant and understanding, you know, what is your zone of genius? And then, you know, are you operating in that zone of genius? And if so, if you were to quantify a percentage of the time, what percentage of the time are you operating in that zone of genius and if it's under 80 percent of the time you need to make an adjustment i'm going to tell you a little bit about my evolution because i understand that you know maybe when you're starting if you're listening and you're a little bit newer in the field uh when i first started my you know let's say my instagram right because my business came after instagram i started instagram and then i you know became llc and started a business. And then I started my podcast. Uh, when I first started posting on Instagram and putting myself out there and sharing my story, I was not performing in my zone of genius, but I didn't even realize that was something I should have identified. And if I would have identified it earlier, I would have been, you know, way further ahead than I am now. I will say from the beginning, I, I, I'm I, going to give you examples of how I kind of followed the, um, you know, sticking more towards my zone of genius. And here's how. When I first started growing on Instagram, I I started featuring other users' posts and that helped me save time. Now, featuring another user's post is when you're able to post their post on your feed and give them credit in the caption and tag them. And me doing that saved me time and energy And it helped me, you know, focus on my zone of genius, which is connecting with people. And then my zone of incompetence, which is photography, I was able to have, you know, someone else do and highlight their skills. And so that's an example. And that didn't cost me anything of me understanding, hey, I'm not good at this. And I don't want to learn. And it's okay if if you don't want to learn. I mean, I just decided not to learn photography. So I had someone else do it. And another example, when I was first starting out with my podcast is I paid someone, uh, an editor, you know, 20 bucks to you know stitch together my intro and outro edit that and then upload the episode onto iTunes for my first you know I think 2018 when I had my podcast and that saved me you know a lot of time and hassle because being new as a podcaster and being slightly tech averse I didn't have to worry about anything tech related you know I was working a full-time job and I was coaching and I had you know other things going on with business development and I didn't want to have to learn. It's not impossible. I don't hate editing, but it's not my zone of genius. So if I could have somebody else do it for me and just upload the file on Google Drive or Dropbox, then it helps me save time and energy so I can focus on, you know, my message and my purpose and relationship building, which is my zone of genius. So I wanted to give you those two examples because I feel those two examples stand out, especially because that's when I was new and being a, you know, newer in my, well, I didn't even open my business yet. I was just on, you know, starting to put myself out there. And from the beginning, if you can identify your zone of incompetence, zone of competence, zone of excellence, and zone of genius, if you can align your skill sets with uh, those four zones, and then if you can take some action, some strategic basic action to align what you're doing a little bit more strategically, you will be able to get ahead faster. Now, Fast forward to today, you know, a year and a half, two years later, technically two years later from when I very first started Instagram, I now outsource even more. My business and income have grown, and I'm, uh, as my business grows, I invest more in my business. And now I'm at a place where, as I had mentioned, I have I pay someone to post for me. I pay someone. I pay a professional to take my photos. I pay a product photographer to take photos of my letterboard. So I have a system where I have a lot of help, and I allow myself to do the strategy. I allow myself to get on my DMs and uh, talk to people, connect with dietitians, host my podcast, right, come up with the content and topics, coordinate the guests. But when it comes to anything tech related, including sending out an email to my email list, I have a marketing director to do that. I don't bother logging into ConvertKit, my email pro- service provider, and I, um, I have my marketing director keep track of my stats. I have her keep track of my email growth, subscriber growth, and I have her take care of everything related to email marketing because, number one, I don't want to do it. Number two, it's not my favorite. Number three, I- I'm not great at it. Like I'm much better at being able to connect with you. And if I could host an extra podcast episode or if I could hop on my DMs and record a quick story or even go live on Instagram, that's a much better use of my time if I had to choose. And the more that I identify and operate in my zone of genius, the more value I'm able to provide you and the more I'm able to align my purpose with what I do with my business. And that is very satisfying for me. Now, I want to take a moment and ask you, You know, where would you be? Where could you be in your business if you allowed yourself to operate more in your zone of genius? If you first identified your zone of genius and then you second were able to really strategically say, I'm going to give up on tasks that I don't need to do. I'm going to find small ways to do more of what I'm better at, and I'm going to align my purpose on a stronger level so that I can give back and allow myself more success. Thank you for joining today's episode. If you'd love to learn more about how to get leads online and turn prospective customers into clients, apply for my coaching. I still have a wait list. Go ahead and visit LibbyRothschild.com. That's www.libbyrothschild.com. Go under signature service and apply for my wait list.